Welcome everyone to the L7C Podcast Wrestling Edition. Today we're going to be talking some good old wrestling with our wrestling expert, Jacob Mason. How you doing today, sir? Oh, I'm fantastic, buddy. How you doing today? Well, thank you. And I'm going to get even better because we're about to talk some wrestling. Uh, We're going to be hitting a lot of different topics. We're going to be talking about what's been going on with AEW because these past couple episodes were focused on the Royal Rumble, and rightfully so. But, you know, the L7C, we cover all types of wrestling. So we're going to cover some AEW. Then we'll get back to what's going on with WWE. Go over uh, Vengeance that just took place and preview a little bit the Elimination Chamber. But let's start with AEW. Let's talk about the Forbidden Door being opened. First off, for the listeners, Jacob, what is the Forbidden Door? The Forbidden Door is cross-promotion, essentially. That, that's the easiest way to put it. Um, the door, I would say, has been opened. I think it's been damn near completely blown up off its hinges. Uh, we have had an absolutely crazy couple couple weeks here with AEW. You know how we first started with Impact and Kenny going to Impact and Impact now coming to AEW and we had all that and now Kenta enters the chat room and here we go New Japan is now part of this cross promotion and it is freaking awesome and it's only just begun yeah it it really has we got one of the best wrestlers in the past generation Okada is going to be coming at some point don't know when he's going to be showing up, but he's coming. So that means we could get any Omega versus Okada or Omega versus Kota. I, this is wild, man, because if you would have told me this even just three years ago when you and I were just messaging back and forth about different wrestling promotions, that this door was not only going to get open, but just bulldozed, and we have AEW and Impact. I basically almost see them as the same show now because they're working together and their champs are going through. And now you got a uh, new Japan cup in there. It's, it's wild, man. Oh, it is absolutely insane. I mean, the, the fact when Kenta showed up and attacked John Moxley, because for those who do not know, we talked about it before. John Moxley is the United States champion for mm-hmm. new Japan. Kenta has the, is the number one contender and has the right to challenge for, for the uh, title. Um, Kenta came over, you know, uh, GTS, Moxley, and it's just been, it's just been crazy. I mean, nobody's seen it coming. Of course, we expected John Moxley to be in New Japan because he is the champion, but nobody expected him to come over, or Kenta to come over to AEW, and not just for one week, not just for one show. No, he was there two weeks in a row, which is just insane. Now, and this is crazy, too. Like you said, he's been here two weeks in a row, and this is during COVID era. So can you only imagine once we finally beat COVID once and for all, what that's going to really look like? That we don't have travel restrictions and all of that? It's going to be absolutely insane. I mean, even though, I mean, there's even like low key, just like promotional stuff going on right now. I mean, if you take uh, Tama Tonga, one half of the Girl is a Destiny, he's just constantly talking shit, which is one of the reasons I'm a huge fan of him. He's, he, uh, I haven't seen, but he was supposed to have a big uh, uh, thing on Twitch at seven o'clock. I have not to. I've yet to see what the hell he even talked about, but I mean, he's even going after Kenny Omega and he's talking about Festus and little Festus, or as we call them, the good brothers. So, you know, they're going to show up at some point and then, you know, Jay White's going to show up and, you know, Cod is going to show up and you're going to see our, you know, AEW guys go over to new Japan and impact. I mean, you do have, um, juice Robinson and, um, um, Finn, uh, I cannot think of his name. I know they're a tag team. They're Finn Juice. Um, they're going to Impact now. They're they're, they're uh, announced that at the pay per view Impact just had. So, man, I mean, just it's nuts. And then throughout all of this, 
Where the I hell is Ring of Honor? To bring that up because Ring of Honor is typically the U.S. partner to New Japan. So where are they fitting in all this? Are they just waiting to finally to really just break everything and Ring of, Ring of Honor just randomly shows up on AEW? Like, are they just waiting, or is there still some contract stuff going on with them? So the only thing I know about Ring of Honor right now and what they're doing is they're treating the uh, their promotion right now just like the basically like the NHL treated their bubble okay. during the Stanley Cup, where you come like you come in, you know, you get tested, you know, multiple times a day. There's curfews. You can't be out past certain curfews or whatnot. It's basically at the hotel that they have to the tapings, back to the hotel, to the tapings. And you're just going back and forth until you have you know all your tapings done. So I think they're actually just probably playing it safe right now because I just cannot imagine New Japan and doing work with other companies and not having Ring of Honor somehow involved in this. And then we also have, I mean, nobody really talks about them that much. NWA, I mean, are they part of this cross-promotional work too? I mean, we've had the the NWA women's title get defended on AEW. So when are we going to see Nick Aldis show yeah, up that, to that's AEW? That's a very good point on the NWA. They haven't really been, we haven't talked about them either. I even, they even blanked on my mind because I was more thinking about where the hell is Ring of Honor in all of this. And I know a couple months ago we talked about when AEW announced the video game. Now, I'm going to bring this up again with this door opening. Is this video game about to have every promotion in it except WWE, obviously? Is this what I'm thinking? One can wish. If they're all getting in bed with each other, and obviously we've never had a New Japan video game or uh, Impact Wrestling, and AEW is taking the forefront making a game, there, there can be a lot of money involved with everybody. Oh, God, yeah. I mean, even if they ended up doing a deal where, hey, the base game is yeah. your AEW people, and then you did, a, you did a New Japan DLC, and you did an Impact DLC, and you did a Ring of Honor DLC, and an NWA DLC, I mean, there, there's a ton of money to be making. You know, I mean, you're, you're a video game player, you're a wrestling fan. As much as I hate DLC a lot of times, I'm going to truck some money out that way to play, you know, Kenny Omega and Okada in the same yeah, that's video game. One where you just you buy the season pass as soon as you buy the game, just because you know things will be coming out. I'm even thinking of the possibilities of where uh, the next AEW big pay per view down the road, maybe when COVID slows down some more, having that at the Tokyo Dome. Like I'm really thinking of all these different possibilities. Could you imagine, like, oh man, uh, Cody versus whoever in the Tokyo Dome, and it's like it's going to be wild, man. Yeah, I mean, like, um, if you remember the G1 Supercard when Ring of Honor in New Japan did the big mm-hmm. show at Madison Square Garden, I mean, they can just put out another Supercard and just have four different promotions. Yeah. It could yeah. rival, if not. It, it could really put up a challenge for WrestleMania for like top show and like legitimate top show because that's an that's not an arena selling selling show that's a yeah. stadium selling show in the yeah, right town with the right promotion involved in wrestling outside of WWE. Yes, that could rival WrestleMania if not surpass because even with WWE, I don't want to be mean, but smart wrestling fans know that. There are some of the best wrestlers on planet Earth in WWE, like an AJ Styles, things like that. But what WWE tells you, they constantly tell you they have the best wrestlers in the world. They have some. They definitely do not have all. Now, all the other promotions have a lot of some of the best wrestlers on the planet. So if you're having dream matches like that at Madison Square Garden, things of that nature, with COVID, especially, I'm just really thinking when COVID is out of the equation, you're going to have so many people from Japan flying in to watch. You're going to have the diehard internet wrestling community go in there to watch. It's going to be packed, and it's it's going to be wild when that time comes. Oh, yeah. And then what's also crazy is, I mean, I don't... Man, I 
I'll just say, I don't think we'll ever see it. But I mean, they're talking about it. You have Tony Khan and Cody Rhodes going out right now saying, hey, the door's open for WWE if they want to do business. Like, they're, they're saying, let's do it. They don't care. Uh, could we see no, that one day, you think? I, it's crazy because a couple months ago, I would think this would never be possible what we're talking about, but here we are. And shoot, a couple months ago, I would think Lana being on a winning streak would be impossible, but here we are again. I, I just think that, yep, always got to go with the Lana plug. There'll probably be more later, but I just think that Cody, especially Cody, and then they get it. It's about making money for all the wrestlers. Vince is about making money for him and sure his wrestlers, but it has to be on his terms. We talked about this, I think, a couple podcasts ago when we were making dream matches. If everyone was in bed together doing this, the problem is, especially if you throw in a personality like Vince, no matter how crazy and loony he is, he's still revered in the wrestling world. Who gets the say in the final book? Like that, those are the type of things that I think would really stop them from working together. Because you know, Vince is always going to want his guys to go over because he has the biggest promotion, but that's not good. For the Carter business, you, you just got to learn to play fair, I guess. I mean, that's like, hey, you know what? You're my, of course, Vince is going to be like Roman Reigns, whoever he's going to face has to go over. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, you're going to see your mid Carters yell, hey, you know, well, you can, you can beat my United States champion. You can beat my Intercontinental champion. You know, you can beat one of my tag champions, but you know, you're not beating the big dog and the queen. And that's one just of them not happening. Have to lose to make it feel omega legit. That's the problem. I, and I, I don't see him letting either yep. of them lose too. And that's also something where God forbid Vince would try and bring in some legends to work because it's huge and try and do some prop things and AEW and everyone else. But now we just want to do some wrestling. And then the people who left WWE for AEW and the other things, they're like, oh, we got to work with. Vince again. So I, I don't think it's going to happen with WWE. I could see it though if if Vince really let Triple H do whatever he wanted. I could see NXT doing it. I could see NXT being the test pilot for it. So you, and then if NXT does really, like if it goes big then Vince, maybe I should do the Raw and SmackDown. But I could see NXT doing it. There be the closest doing. Yeah. I can see that. Also I, I, I can see that. Triple H. I mean, we all say, man, this dude, from his wrestling and changing when he's becoming an executive, he always finds a way to sign top-notch people. Like, I mean, he brought Nakamura from Japan here and, like, Finn Balor, Kevin, like, all of AJ Styles. Like, he has a relationship with that area. It's just, again, he's not the boss of the company. Not well, again, not yet. When that when that day comes, I don't know what's <laughs> in Vince's will. Like if it goes to Shane, <laughs> like, or, like I don't know what the shareholders on to. But man, yeah, NXT would be my closest bet to if it ever happened. But WWE, no. Even though there's so much money on the table, you want to talk about making WrestleMania even super big. If you have other promotions at WrestleMania, woo! Those network subscriptions, well, I guess by then, those Peacock subscriptions would skyrocket. Right. And you know, something else, you know, that to to explain just how big the 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 forbidden door being, you know, blown up, opened, you know, whatever else. Shaq was on AEW and that was a minor note of whatever. Nobody gives a shit. Did you see mm-hmm. Bullet Club is now on AEW? <laughs> like nobody cared about the Shaq thing. Nobody cared about Cody versus Shaq. That's whatever. People are like, oh my God. Cross promotion. Let's go. <laughs> it's it's crazy. I mean, what this is the wildest time to be a wrestling fan right now. And just talking about those two. hands down. We'd be more miss it to say that ah, we need to sound like the L7C called it. We were right. Uh, we were right about Peacock. We said Thursdays as soon as they announced they were coming to the U.S. What day are they going to be on? 
Thursdays, five o'clock. New Japan. You mean you mean New Japan? Yeah. uh, So they're going to be on Roku Television, which is cool by me because I got a bunch of Rokus in the house, so that's cool. Um, Five o'clock. That's a different. That's a weird time slot. I mean, that's not a prime spot. I mean, you figure most people are just getting off work at five, or a lot of people. Um, but it's going to be, is it going, or I don't know for sure. Yeah. I'd have to imagine it would be on demand. Yeah, it, it has to be on demand. I don't know when this, I forget when this starts because I need to check, but I feel like it has to be on demand because right at five o'clock is literally when people are clocking out and driving home or at this time you're logging off your computer and going to TV, however your situation is with COVID in the world, but it has to be on demand too. And if it's on demand, where you could just chill in on a Saturday at like two o'clock, like oh, I didn't watch this week of New Japan. Let me just turn that on real quick and catch up. That would be perfect. I only think they're doing an hour. Yeah, it's just going to be for an hour, and I think this is kind of like the whole. Um, I mean, yes. Roku's huge in Asia. So I think this is kind of Roku going like, hey, we know New Japan's, you know, um, the, you know, it's a massive product over in Asia. And I'm going, well, let's test the waters in America. Let's throw them on this five o'clock spot and see how many people are tuning into this. And depending on that, how that goes, I imagine that can get bumped up, you know, just like everything else. Like, hey, this is going really well, you know. Let's move you to a I prime mean, time spot and whatnot. We talked about we're like Thursday is literally the only option. If they tried, if they tried anything else. I'm like, eh, but Thursday is was the best option for them. So I mean, hopefully, mm-hmm. I need to catch them when they finally get on. I mean, I have a Roku TV, so I'm happy about that. They'll be able to watch that. And who doesn't want to be able to watch more New Japan Pro Wrestling at their own time? Instead of having to wake up super early or <laughs> stay up super late to catch their stuff, <laughs> depending on where you're at in the world, compared to and so that that's really good, man. Let's, but we will we will switch it back to some WWE because this past Valentine's Day, NXT Vengeance Day, it happened. There were five matches: uh, the Dusty Road Classic uh, Championships for the men and women. Uh, all the titles were on the line, and we're not going to fully, we're just going to talk about the major stuff. Hey, Jacob, did you like this card? Did you like the pay-per-view? How'd you feel about it? The card, like, the card, the build-up, I just thought was like, eh, it's okay. Like, I didn't feel like it was a huge build-up. I felt like you didn't, this was even a pay-per-view you didn't even have to completely watch. Uh, because to me, I think it's just like, eh, yeah, it, it 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 is what it is. Type deal. It didn't have me fully intrigued, but it was a good card. It was solid. Like I'm not complaining about the wrestling. I mean, it's NXT. It's always good wrestling for the most part. But your thoughts, you know, for build the build up, up and build all up that was it was okay. It wasn't like super big build up. I was just excited that it was a takeover. I was like, hmm. When I shared with you, I was like, looks like we're having takeover on Valentine's Day and they're calling event. I was like. All right, all right. I think that obviously the main event, Finn Balor and Pete Dunn, that was the match I was definitely looking forward to the most. And I felt like that match delivered. And I'm and with Finn Balor, the way he's acting that he's been acting since going to NXT, the way he carries himself as champion, the way he does his promos, all of that. This this is a guy who could he could be the face of uh, wrestling of WWE. That's my opinion. Like the way he's acting now in his promos, I, this is the thing where they strapped the rocket onto him and he won the first universal title, but unfortunately got hurt. They, he never recovered from that. And now in NXT, reinventing himself, he's on fire, man. And he's one of the best wrestlers on the planet. Oh, 100%. Absolutely. You know where I think, I'm and sorry to interrupt you here, but like, you know where I think WWE dropped the biggest ball with this pay-per-view? Was the fact they did not call this uh, instead of calling this Vengeance Day. Yeah, it should have been St. Valentine's Day Massacre. That. It really was. 
I mean, I, I don't know if they lost a trademark to that or what's going on, but man, I think they dropped the ball on that. But yeah, and then the other that's matches, nor here nor there. I think the beginning match, the women's dusty thing, I, I, I was like, eh, it's all right. I felt like Dakota Kai finally getting like a big major win in Raquel. I mean, I thought Raquel was going to be champion individually, but she's not. But them finally doing that is cool. So then Raquel and Dakota could go against Shayna and Nia whenever they want. And then MSK winning, that was that was all right, too. And then, I mean, honestly, also, again, I man, we got to give a shout out to him. Johnny Takeover, that, that man is built for takeovers. Yes, he is. Wrestlers where when the lights are brightest, he really flips that switch. And he's so different and so good. I'm just amazed every takeover because he really puts on a show. And that match, for match-wise, that was probably my favorite match. But but the Finn and uh, Pete Dunn. I agree. Talking about that a little bit after this. That was just favorite moments. It was a really good match, but it had moments that were more important than the match. But Johnny's match, favorite match in the card, easily. There were so many times I thought he was going to tap out Yoshida and all that. It was, it was a great match. Yeah, yeah, hands down. I mean, the what do you think of like the, the EO Shirai uh, I, title match? Well, for me with triple threats, if I already eliminate one person, I don't think they ever going to win. That hurts me. Like, I, I knew Tony Stone was not going to win this match. Just something in my heart told me, Tony ain't losing. So, I mean, Tony is losing. So that's, she's out. So, like, why didn't we just make this a one-on-one between those two? But it, it was all right. I mean, EO winning, I'm like, okay. I'm starting to really think, like, who is going to take this title off of her? But if she is the one who took the title off Charlotte, then she does need to stay champ for a little bit. Also, felt bad for the table. That was bad. You're that right. Was bad. <laughs> that table spot for for Tony Storm. I know you weren't you were not a fan of the first match of the night. No the the women's uh the uh, Dusty Classic women's tag match. The timing was just so bad. I mean, I'm I'm saying this like trust me I'm a way out of shape guy. Like yeah I'm like the fat guy eating Cheetos watching the Olympics going like losers. Like no like you're definitely way better than I could ever be. But, like, the timing was just so, so off. Like, I don't know how many times, like, you would see someone go to do yeah. something and they would, like, literally just stop one second, two second, then go do their thing. And that was just a constant throughout the match. And it seemed to be mainly with Dakota Kai yeah, and uh, like Shotzi Blackheart. Really chemistry at all. I think you're. Ooh. Believe it or not, I mean, I was, I, I would, I expected better out of Dakota Kai. Um, of course, Ember Moon, you know, she's Ember Moon. I, I had really no complaints about her or none that I can remember. And um, Raquel, I thought she did all right. Not nothing, you know. Her her choke slam that she does is freaking great. I'll give her that. But that that whole match, I was like, ah, this is off. Oh, that's off. And there's just one too many times. I'm like, if you're winning the Dusty Classic, which I think is a huge thing. I I like the way they um, normally have that build up. I mean, that's always something special. But it just, yeah, it just wasn't great. Like, I, I expect better out of the finals, out of the Dusty Classic. Because if you think back to all the finals for all the men's stuff, yeah, they're always hard the uh, Normally. For the first women to win the women's Jesse Cup because it was the first year and that it was made. And I, I was happy that they won. Me, honestly, I thought since it was going to be the first one, they were going to go get one of like the legendary women from NXT past to come win it just because it was the first one. But I was glad it was the current roster who got it on the silver lining. And I mean, we're still trying to yeah, figure out what MSK absolutely. stands for. The winners of the men, they just burst it on the scenes, won, and We'll see how far they go. No, they'll they'll get rocket strapped. I mean, if you come in and basically win the dusty, you, I mean, they're going to get rocket strapped about that. Let's, to the top. Another L seven C Carter right more specifically Jacob Mason. This man has been saying for months the breakup was coming. The breakup happened. 
after Finn Balor beat beat Dunn and he got attacked and Undisputed Era came out, Tyler Riley was talking to Finn saying, you're a great champion, this, 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 but come up. Uh, I thought the sign was about to show uh, end of the pay-per-view, then super kick to Finn Balor by Adam Cole and then to Kyle O'Reilly. He walks off <laughs> and I forgot, who was the other Undisputed Era member who was Roderick Strong okay. just standing there going, what the it's hell here, just man. happened? Jacob, I'm going to give you your flowers and let you go. You have been calling this for months, so go ahead, man. Yeah, so it uh, turns out I was <laughs> I was right. Damn it, it's about time. Um, you know, I, I got to say they did swerve my ass. I didn't see it happening that night. I would have never guessed that. Um, I would. I think they kind of missed the mark with the whole... I mean, Kyle O'Reilly and Finn Balor had two title matches, if I remember correctly. I think they should have done it during one of those where Adam came out and just screwed him. Um, but I mean, it's, I, I mean, hell, even this, like there's something that, so small that uh, me and my wife noticed watching the match when they all came out there. I was like, oh, they all got like new Undisputed Era merch. I'm like, oh, that's cool. So why would they get new merch and then like just attempt to like kick out that's a good what the second biggest person in undisputed era, and I'm just like, oh shit, <laughs> like okay, well this is happening. Like it was, I I love it. I mean, there's no one else for undisputed yeah. era to face. No, I'm, but I'm, undisputed I'm, era. I agree, man. And like you said, you've been calling for it, and they really swerved everyone because no one expected it to happen that night, and it happened. And it happened this Sunday. Now you're just thinking about Wednesday. Like someone's got to answer for this. Does is it Adam saying he wants that belt back or he's sick and tired of Kyle playing frenemy with Finn and becoming best buds or jealousy? Like this, this is wild stuff. And Adam going back to being healer than your guy, Pat, who was just like trying to tell you guys, man. Pat Pat called it. Pat said he was a scumbag from the get-go. Oh, Adam Cole was an old scumbag, so. I mean, I'm, I was happy to see Pat still talking shit, even when he's not on the product anymore for I have no idea what reason. But God, I love it. Um, and for those who do not know, like, just get ready for what very well could be some of the absolute best matches in NXT history. Because Kyle O'Reilly and Adam Cole have can just beat the shit out of each other. For the, I mean, if, if you haven't, Looked them up before. I mean, look up Kyler Riley, Adam Cole, and Ring of Honor. They're oh, oh, they they just oh, it's, they just beat the hell out of each other, and they're phenomenal matches. So put them on a big main stage on NXT. Yep, you're going to see yeah, they're going to be matches of the night whenever they face off. Crazy matches, and you still obviously have Finn, who you've also said to book that him and Dexter. Not Dexter, I'm sorry. I have to think about Dexter Loomis because he abducted Austin <laughs> which was actually cool because he did it with the slipness. <laughs> but of Karrion Cross going at it, him and um Finn at WrestleMania. And I'm and when I was talking about Finn and blowing about him about how this is the Finn, if he was in WWE, he'd be the champion right now. I think we can definitively say that Finn Balor is the greatest NXT superstar of all time. I, I think I was there was a lot of yes. back and forth in my brain, like when I was comparing like people's first runs. I'm sorry for the people who have seen current Sami Zayn, but Sami Zayn was literally like their John Cena, and like he was on top of the world. And I was thinking him, obviously heel Kevin Owens, who prize fighter version Kevin Owens, obviously Asuka. Like there's been some great NXT people, Samoa Nakamura, but after the second run, I is I think it's close case. Finn Balor is the greatest NXT superstar of all time. Until some of the other people come back and prove me wrong, I think it's not even up for debate anymore. Yeah, if if you're going to put a Mount Rushmore and you're going to put like singles men, singles women, tag team, you have yeah. to put Finn Balor in that face. singles men ca category. He's he's a first ballot for, for NXT greatness hands down. Um, I gotta say this coming Wednesday. Yeah, I I am so excited for NXT. 
just because there's a lot of things that are going to be happening like very, very quickly. And it's all going to be impactful because like you said, someone's got to answer for this. So, you know, we're going to have Kyle O'Reilly and Adam Cole. They're going to be talking smack to each other. Something else that's very important. I want to see what the hell Roderick Strong has to say, because you have to give him a mic at some point, because I imagine he's probably like, I was just standing there and things just happened. (laughs) Or is he going to, is he, because he's got to now officially make his stand. Who does he fall with? Does he fall with Adam Cole? Does he fall with Adam just because Kyle O'Reilly? out of that before you have a big one-on-one blow up and it, it yes. it's weird too because this is middle of february mm-hmm. wrestlemania's uh coming up in april so it's like are they gonna is adam and kyle is there gonna be a takeover in march or something so they can have a one-on-one match or are they gonna hold that till like that wrestlemania weekend which remember that weekend this year wrestlemania is two parts it's saturday sunday so it's it's parts, yeah. and they have not announced if there's going to be an NXT pay per view or not. Because right now the big rumor is is the NXT title going to get defended at Mania, which brings me to another part of this Wednesday. Karrion Cross is facing uh, uh, what's his name, the leader of uh, Lego Del Fantasma. Um, uh, what do you know? What, what's his name, Martin? My dude, Derek Maverick, if I'm thinking who I'm thinking about. Oh, what the hell is his name? Wasn't Escobar something? Okay, so they're having a match. And side note, for those who also do not know, look up their match that they had in uh, AAA down in Mexico. They can beat the shit out of each other and have a great match. Um, So that match is going to happen. I got to imagine Karrion Cross is going to go over because let's face it, we now have to build up the NXT championship match. Who's going to face Finn at Mania or the NXT Mania pay-per-view, whatever they're doing. I've said this in the past and I'll stick to my guns. Karrion Cross is going to face Balor at Mania. I think that's that's my take. Cool to finally see the NXT title defended at WrestleMania. Especially, I mean, we said this last year, if you're really going to make this an official third brand, you got to have them on these big cards. If they're not having their own takeover. So I think it'll happen. I honestly do think if that happens too, I think Karrion Cross just if prediction right there, just uh this Finn will do the job. Yep. Now, if we're talking WrestleMania and Demon Finn comes in, then we're gonna talk a different story. But yeah, that vengeance made me super excited for NXT tomorrow. Well, see, that's that's why I another reason I think you're going to see Karrion versus Finn. And I agree. I think Carrion is going over. But, and I said this months and months and months ago on a podcast, I I initially wanted to see Carrion like and Finn face it like this pay-per-view that just happened because, and have Carrion go over and then have Demon or have Finn come out and be like, oh, you beat me, but you didn't beat the Demon. And oh God, the internet will explode. So... They can continue that just after Mania. There's your storyline for months of, yeah, you beat me, but you never beat the demon. And then, oh, shit. I mean, I'd, I'd mark out. And even with the I'd pop. Pod, uh, I'd just, jump uh, up and cheer. Vengeance. I think that would have been a perfect one for Karrion to win because he's extracting vengeance on the Like, he never lost the title. So he, he wants to get it back. So I really think that'd be, this would have been the perfect opportunity nope. and the perfect pay-per-view with the name to do that so now going into wrestlemania if this happens i mean it's gonna happen they're gonna cross paths so we're gonna have to see also does scarlet wrestle uh scarlet can wrestle but she's kind of she's in that um what was the name uh uh uh, the one who got fired for third party Selena Vega. All right, so she's in the she, she's basically in the same shoes as Selena Vega. Where yes, Selena Vega could wrestle, but she was more of a mouthpiece. Yes, yeah. Scarlett can wrestle. She's more of a mouthpiece. Because I I don't know if she was because she was an impactor and carrying. I forget if she was the knockouts champion or not. Waiting for that, I'm, but she can wrestle. When I see couples on there. So, I'm always just thinking about oh, when's the couple going to hold all the belts. I obviously I always feel like Johnny and um. And Candace should be the ones to do it first, but Candace keeps Candace. getting screwed out of that title. But we'll see. But 
Let's switch back to everyone's love-hate relationship uh, show, Monday Night Raw. And one of the biggest things that's happened on Raw recently is the le- now legendary Naya's whole line. Naya was wrestling Lace, not Lacey, Lana, <laughs> in a tables match. And it was right before Lana pushed her into a table. Naya just, oh, this is why they need fans back. But she just said it so loud. She was like, oh, my hole. And that became the soundbite of all soundbites. And I know they initially had to block it on the original airing of Raw. And then you go on Twitter and all that stuff. And you hear and you're just like, oh, my God. Did she just yell it? The way she yelled it, too. And, and she got put through. And long story short. She was getting uh, promotion deals. Like, Tushy was trying to get her to sign on to my, to my whole line. She was <laughs> trending and everything. And I know you've said this a lot with Nyan. Even starting to make fun of like her injuring people. She knows what she's doing to drum up this attention. Yeah, Nia is smart. And let's face it, she has the smartest cousin who's the what greatest promoter of all time. First heard the my whole line. Oh, I, I was laughing. I uh, I was away for work. I was watching Raw in my hotel room. And, oh, I heard that, and I was just busting up. And, like, I'm like, this is just... I As soon as I heard it, I'm like, oh, this is going to be all over the place. I'm like, I'm not sure if she did this on purpose. I think she did. I think this was pre-planned in her mind, whether she told the people in the back or not. But... He, I think she knew, like, hey, I'm going to do this. I'm going to then go my hole and let the let the internet run with it. And the internet did. And yeah, Nia's more popular for it because even bad publicity it. is good even publicity. Even talk last night, our group like, had a donut hole and everyone's just making fun of it. And the way she just said it and she was screaming, I was just like, you said that like, she had it, like, she was telling him she was going to do that, which could be true, obviously, in the wrestling world, but Half of me is just like, oh my god, is that? I was like, are you letting your uh, personal life skew into the work life? Because man, that sounded a little like, ooh, oh boy. <laughs> I, I I would figure, and the only reason, another reason I think she did this on purpose is because she said this in a very PG way, and I think if you were that hurt, oh, you would go, ah, oh, my asshole. But instead, she goes, "Oh, my hole, boom! It's a soundbite. It's PG. It's oh, great. Boom! Name. Send it. Let the internet run with it." Oh, oh, she would have. Those porno companies would have started calling Nia Jackson. That is something. Yeah, think about something. Uh, something else I thought about, and I just want to throw it out there now because I want to get in my hot take for the day. Um, and you, you disagreed with me when I texted you this. I initially said Lana's going to take them titles by, or going to take a title by SummerSlam. I think I think Lana and Naomi are going to win at Mania against Nia and Shayna. And I think they're going to have it for a week and then insert your uh, new Dusty Classic winners to take it away from them. But uh, I think that's going to happen. Are I just want to get that out there now. That way, the you heard it here Sunday first on the L7 stage. Elimination Chamber. Well, they don't have a match. On, I don't think. Correct me if I'm wrong. They don't have a match, the match when they for the titles on. Originally, I don't know if it's at Mania or I mean at Elimination Chamber. If they're going to wait, I think they're going to do it at Mania. I think it's just going to be one of those things where, hey, Lana, we've put you through the ringer. We've and it just kind of makes sense to me thinking that they put Lana through tables for months. You know, Lana's just been you know this terrible human being that both in the ring and outside of the ring everybody hates her guts. And I think they're just kind of building this up to try and build up the sympathy. That way, when she goes over, it's going to seem like that much more. Even though I don't think too many people are really going to care. But uh, I that's that's my prediction. I think they're going to do that it at Mania. Right. I think it'll be like I mean, a pre-show. Be good for her. Even till getting screwed all over. We'll see. Another one of your hot takes, which now is dead as of yesterday, was Lacey was going to get the title from Oscar. 
so that she could <laughs> face Charlotte at WrestleMania for the title. And we, we know how that was going to turn out. And Lacey, who, if you haven't been watching the show, there's a storyline with Ric Flair now. Uh, weird stuff. Twitter, even Charlotte to call her stepmom. Uh, Lacey said that Charlotte couldn't touch her on Monday because she is pregnant. And we're all just like, really? Are we doing the Lacey Evans pregnancy? But then we come to find out that she is legit pregnant with her second child with her husband. So, this causes things for WWE because now Oscar doesn't have an opponent for Elimination Chamber. And your plans went array. Well, obviously, congratulations, Lacey Evans, for being pregnant. And Jacob, what do you think about this? All right, yeah. So the my initial hot take, which I think was just a text between me and Neil, was you know my thought was, Char- or Lacey is going to be Oscar in a very shittily way with interference from Ric Flair, gets the title. Boom, Charlotte now officially has her opponent at WrestleMania because Charlotte has to have her opponent at WrestleMania. When this happened, a couple things, you know, went through my mind of, well, there goes my hot take, like you said. And um, I think Lacey, like, I mean, I don't think, I can't imagine this was probably on purpose considering she was being shown all the time on weekly television so i can't imagine i mean eventually you know they're going to figure out a way that this is either going to be one of these things where they're going to do like a really stupid cover-up and end the storyline very quickly or they're just going to end the storyline and be like hey this never happened guys type deal and Lacey's going to go you know end up you know have her kid and all that and that'll be great and but I can't imagine WWE is happy with her, and I don't think we're ever going to see a Lacey Evans push again. They're going to continue this. I don't know how, because now there's no physical thing that Charlotte can do to Lacey, because she is pregnant, but they're going to still try and troll her and all that. And I wanted to bring up this other point that, like you said, like you don't know if it was planned or whatnot, but this isn't the first time this has happened just in the past year and a half. Becky Lynch was the hottest person in wrestling, and she got pregnant right in the middle of her hot streak. I don't know if this was it Jim Cornette who said it. Like, how dumb do you have to be to get pregnant during your push and everyone's back? And Jim, Jim, Jim yeah, he's yeah. nice. Jim Cornette like said watching that. watching his videos when he tears people to shreds because it's funny, but there's, there's kind of some truth there, like <laughs> It's I don't I don't call it dumb, but it's just like man, like you're at the height of your career, and then something like that happens, which more power to you. It's a blessing and all of that. But for me, the wrestling fan, that just means to me that Charlotte's about to get the belt because she ain't getting pregnant. She's coming to work every day. Oh yeah, but this accelerates yep. the process. Well, Charlotte was going to get the belt regardless. I still think Charlotte's going to take the belt at Mania. Watch, she'll take it from Asuka again, <laughs> because Asuka yeah. can't lose that title to anyone else but Charlotte. But here's, I mean, here's an, another question. I know, like, I asked you this, but do we know for 100% that she is pregnant? Because, I mean, I'm seeing it on yeah. all the rumor boards like and all saying, that, I'm but is all that, or is this just a giant all those people. play? I don't know if I've seen what her husband looks like. I don't know if he has social media because if he said, like, congrats, then, like, because we're having a baby, then I would fully believe it. But But at the same time, I mean, you can work social media to make it, to make something bigger. I mean, if you look at the Becky and Ronda Rousey thing, I mean, they use social media to promote everything. Because I I knew the scene of Rock 8 was real at 28, but I'll never know if Becky and Ronda's hate was real at 35, but you're right. But I'm I'm taking what every is the fact that everyone, all the people that we read and stuff is saying that it's legit. And you're right, man. They don't WWE does not like when their when their storylines get interrupted mid-storyline for things they do not expect. Yeah, because you're right, she was gonna she was gonna win the belt. Especially for WrestleMania. Her second biggest push, her first biggest push was, was 
one of the uh, people fighting for Becky's titles at the beginning of last year and this and now she's going to have the baby and then she'll be out for a couple months who knows when she'll be back and you lose all the heat on her because you can't just rekindle this like oh like you said she's going to come back after the baby and we're like oh did you have Ric Flair's baby what are you talking about a storyline's over so it's not Ric Flair's baby because they think we're idiots and can't connect things and now if I'm, every time you come back, you have to be Ric Flair's baby. Or unless they do a <laughs> typical WWE angle is like, oh, Rick, I'm sorry, the baby wasn't yours, it's someone else's. Like, this is Maury. Oh, yeah, they could do a whole, like, cheating thing. Yeah, it, it's... Where, Rick, you are wild, not man. the father. They could do a whole thing like that. People getting caught by TMZ. And those things ruin WWE storylines. It, it's... Uh, I, I don't know, but <laughs> on the Holland site, I mean, if this Congratulations to Lacey Evans. If this is real, it's a shoot. Uh, everyone's telling us it is for the birth. Well, the potential birth of your second child. And for so and for some reason, if it's not real, congratulations because you played everybody really well. Trying to be a good guy for two seconds against Sasha and Bailey, and I was like, "Yeah, Lacey Evans cannot play a good guy at all." But more on to Raw, uh, <laughs> Raw Rumble, Bad Bunny. Uh, I think you were actually one of the people in that meme where you're like, who the hell is this guy? <laughs> and he performed that role, Rumble, and his song is called Booker T, which mm-hmm. just shows so, so how wrestling can really hit anyone in pop culture. Like, Out of all the people who I, I like Booker T a lot, you made a song called Booker T. Like, not John Cena, not The Rock, Booker T. So that was cool. And he's been there, and he's been with Damian Priest, and the meme that I shared with Jacob is like this guy has computer saying, who the hell is Bad Bunny? And then minutes later, WWE merch is exploding because people are buying Bad Bunny stuff, which, Jacob, to me, I don't know if that's more Bad Bunny's fans or WWE really needs to, we talk about this a lot, they need to build some up some more stars. They can't let them come in and outsell them like three to one. It's wild. <laughs> Hey, this is absolutely wild. So, I did some research. Bad Bunny's a he's massive, like, like in the Spanish music genre. Which this might be a shocker to a lot of the L Seven C fans out there. I'm not a big listener of the Spanish uh, genre of music, (laughs) but uh, he's he's massive. And then I I didn't realize it. in that uh, Cardi B song, I like it like that or whatever that song is. He's in that song, and he actually talks about you remember too uh, Eddie Guerrero, and he Cardi says like Viva La Rasa and all that stuff in that song. Cardi B and Lacey Evans were going back and forth on Twitter. I thought that was going to be the match. Oh God, yeah, I've kind of forgot about that too. Yeah, and they're going to beat The Miz and John Morrison. Nah, we, we got Bad Bunny and Damian Priest, buddy. We already know that's happening. Like, it, it's wild, man. Like, that he's really mm-hmm. in his outselling these people. And it's funny, too, that this, and he's been practicing apparently at the Performance Center, but this little guy, no wrestling and all that stuff, he's been on Raw every week since the Rumble. He's already been on more Raws than Goldberg was when he was number one contender. Yeah, Bad Bunny's coming in every week. It's freaking part-timers, man. What the hell? (laughs) Yeah. uh, Damn. I mean, WWE is smart. Hey, we're going to bring in this guy. I mean, they knew they were going to have so many fans go, what the hell's a Bad Bunny? But then you're going to have such a massive massive group of you know fans you know from all around the world go holy shit bad bunny just you know jumped off the top rope you know of course they caught him because you have to catch people who jump off the top rope onto the ground or whatnot you have to do that but uh i mean damn i mean they're smart they got so many more eyes on your product now with that title uh i'm actually a fan of celebrities having for a little bit because he's also going to Saturday Night Live, and if he has that title, if he's walking around Saturday Night Live with that title, that's exposure. 
shoot, you could have our truth come to Saturday Night Live and pin him. That's going to get eyeballed. Yeah, and we, we haven't had a champion, you know, have this mainstream appeal and taken the, the title the to day. red carpets and whatnot since The, the Rock, like you said a few podcasts ago. Have that much respect <laughs> for the business and what that freaking belt means, it just brings eyeballs. Also, with eyeballs, too, I don't know if she took the belt, but Sasha Banks was like one of the top of, I don't know, the ceremony, MC, whatever, for Daytona 500 this past weekend. Yeah, I, I mean, she, she's one of the best in the world. And, you know, that's on Fox. So Fox is like, oh, I yeah, didn't even Sasha know Banks are going there. So, yep. Yeah, and her boss, um, tracksuit. But, yeah, man, mm. Bad Bunny, it's funny because now I'm not going to watch Saturday Night Live, but I'm going to be scrolling on social media seeing if he has the title and seeing if something happens. Because if something does happen, all of our wrestling sites are going to explode. Oh, it'll it'll be all over social media. Whatever it will be, it'll be all over YouTube. Yeah, I mean, it's, this is exactly WWE is going to promote it. Everything's you you're going to see everything. Stuff, take it to the red carpet everywhere, promote it, and then do the job when it's time. But also, besides Saturday Night Live, Elimination Chamber snuck up on us. It's a Sunday, and I don't want to go really in deep with it. They're having the two chamber matches. You see the difference between Drew and Roman. Drew actually has to defend his title in the chamber. Roman on the SmackDown side gets to defend his title against the winner from the their chamber match. So their winner is going to be battered up, bruised, and Drew's going to be fighting for his life in that chamber. With I, I don't see any title changes happening between those two. I think those two are going into Mania as the champs. What what do you Yes. I, I agree. They're they're not losing it. Um, yeah, not a chance. Uh, the, yeah, I think the okay. person who has the biggest chance of losing it is Bobby Lashley losing his American title, and that's if they actually end up defending. If they end up having a United States chamber. title match on this pay per view, they didn't on the I last one. I think it's one. time. I think Edge is fearing his opponent, whoever he's picking. I think it's time. <laughs> I know. Well, you think? That, see, do you really think Walter's going to be at the elimination chamber? Showed up to NXT UK. That would have been wild. But nah, I, I think he's spearing one of them. Unless he, I mean, I don't see him obviously challenging Finn. But because that would that would be the greatest thing on earth if they made the NXT title the main event of WrestleMania. I'd be crying. No. But that ain't happening. So he's spearing Roman or Drew. And then whoever he doesn't spear, we're going to have to really sit down and brainstorm who's going to be that person's number one contender. Roman versus... That's a, he's, I, he, he's spearing it's, Roman. It doesn't stand a chance. And, yeah, it's going to be Roman versus Edge. So the feels going to end like it, that? That's, that's wrong. Yeah, I know. But it's Roman. It's Well, that... Well, I mean, if you think about it, it's going to be... Well, hey, whoever wins this is going to be the... The main event no. of WrestleMania. No. Do you see I anyone besides Roman like, Reigns main eventing WrestleMania? Shows up like a Ronda or Becky yeah. Lynch, but not when it's Roman's yard. You're right. It, it's going to be them, and Fox is obviously turning to the A show. So it's going to be Roman and Edge, which I'm not looking forward to because that that fairy tale it's over before we even get to April. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, they'll I mean they'll have some build up, you know. And I'm sure it'll be good because Edge on a mic with Paul Heyman behind Roman will just be great. But yeah, I mean, you can't look at that match and go like, "Oh yeah, Edge is going yeah, over." And Edge, no, no, quote unquote, Mark is going to look at it that way. That I don't know if it was personal to Miz to get like a fire underneath him or what. When Edge said, "Mid, you want to be champion? I need to be champion." I was like, "Oh, oh." I don't know if that was a shot to Miz or to Mike. Like, you need to step it up so you can actually be champion again. Because even though the Miz does have a main event WrestleMania under his belt, he was only there so that Rock could rock bottom Cena and get that feud going for next year. It was a filler main event. With that, yep. oh, and just sure a quick was. thing Fiend, Charlotte, Alexa Bliss, going to be guest starring in a Peacock show. We're already seeing the Peacock deal get it to. Uh, Fruition with WWE because now they're going to have their stars guest starring on shows. So that's just a quick note. Actually, so, something else I want to bring up here 
he's going to screw Orton. The Fiend is apparently going to end up showing up at some point. Well, yeah. yeah I mean, listen, when you got Alexa Bliss doing a satanic ritual in the middle of Raw to say the Fiend's coming back, sign me up. Let's go. <laughs> like, I, mean, like, I, I, I was pretty stoked about that. That was super edgy for a Monday Night Raw. I mean, seeing a, seeing a pentagram on Monday Night Raw, like, I'm okay, still out all right, for my dreams. and not even trying to hide it either. The Fiend holding the titles and running the show. Oh, I think it's going to happen, but I think we're going to see. I think you're going to have Rand, uh, old Randall versus the Fiend at That's Mania true, at this point. Because we're already because the Fiend Revenge Tour never stops. Hell, there's going to be with Drew McIntyre. Because if it's not the fiend, which I think it should, but obviously he has to take out Randall. That's a you know, great question. Randy killed him literally. And if it's not Randy, who Randy Orton is Stone Cold says doing the best work of his life right now, who is it on Raw? Is it does it have to be AJ? Does it have to like? It, I am not. I will be. We talk about when we were all talking about Goldberg and uh, Drew and how we were like, dude, Goldberg might actually win. I will be so mad if Drew McIntyre's match is against Sheamus. I'm sorry. Because that match, that match will not even be a 9 p.m. match. That match might be on by 8.50. Yeah, I mean, that, I just... Oh, sh- shit. Who? You know who we could have do it, but he's not on the, he's not on the right brand? Could we get I... Cesaro versus freaking Drew somehow? Cesaro just cut a hell of a promo on Talking Smack the other day. I mean, he's freaking hot right now. I mean, you can you can do that, and people would pay attention. They want to make it happen. They can make it happen. Saying Cesaro's coming on this brand, he's getting traded because he wants one more shot. Blah blah blah. Or he could do something like where he he's already in the Elimination Chamber match for SmackDown. I believe he takes out a Raw member and takes their pod and win or like comes in second place. But he's a good one, man. Like. But he's on SmackDown, and Edge is going after Roman. Because Roman versus Cesaro could have done some things. Because I mean, honestly, would you rather see hypothetically? Would you rather see Roman versus Edge or Roman versus Cesaro at Mania? If you had to pick between the two, Florida. I'm going to go with Edge because I don't yeah. want to see Cesaro at get least Edge. You have that just percent chance buried again. He could actually win. Cesaro, there's. No shot. Now, Cesaro would have won the Royal Rumble and, like, he would have been ascending in this because yep. whenever Cesaro wins that, I don't know, whenever. If Cesaro wins that main title, it, it's going to be Kofi Mania level because I never thought Kofi was going to do it. He did, and I was so happy. Cesaro does it? Oh, man. Because they missed the opportunity with Cesaro where he had that five-star match on Raw for the U.S. title with John Cena during the Open Challenge. They should have strapped him then. It's, mm-hmm. I, I don't know, man. Oh, I, God, I, yeah. That's a good idea, because right now, Raw, if you take out Ray and Randy Orton, and I, I don't think they're going to do AJ Styles again. I don't know who wrestles Drew. Well, he did take himself. Or does does Miss cash in before Drew makes it to Mania? So, I mean, if he cashes in and he, he I mean, Miss the, or the Elimination title. Chamber match. I mean, he could cash in now. He's going to lose it to Drew again at Mania, which is fine. but. That's a good thing. I always forgot about the briefcase. I always did. To be honest, that's my to save uh, Edge from losing to Roman. They might do it there. I mean, remember if history repeats, that's how they saved the Roman WrestleMania 31 with the heist of the century. So I don't know, man. There's there's some things, but we'll have to wait and see. But anything nope. else, Jacob? Before we end, and we do some shout outs. Jacob, you have the floor, man. You got any shout-outs? No, that'll, that'll do it for me. I think we're covered. Y'all, uh, shout-out to all the listeners uh, keeping us going strong. Shout-out to you, Martin, because uh, you're the one who organizes all this stuff. I'm just a lazy <laughs> guy who just gets on every two weeks. You actually do this as a full-time job. Um, shout-out to my wife for helping me take notes once again. So Appreciate but, that, uh, Hannah. No, man, I mean, this, is, this is fun stuff, and no, no, she's on the other room. Stuff and and it's, I mean, it's obviously stuff I care about as well, especially wrestling. I mean, shout out to you, man! Like you, 
you gave your nickname, which I actually agree, Mr. Consistent. You're consistently given an hour or so talking about every wrestling promotion on planet Earth, which I don't think any podcast does. So you're the one doing it right now, and the fans appreciate it. And shout out to your wife, Hannah, for helping with your note. Hopefully, sooner or later, we got to get her on. Oh, yeah. We, I, we can do it anytime. On being a anytime. She's down. But with that being said, thank you, everyone, for listening to the L7C podcast. <laughs> you know wrestling episodes are every two weeks. So me and Jacob will be back in two weeks talking about, shoot, the NXT that's happening. Uh, we'll see if the Chamber produces anything. We're both not expecting much. We're going to see if the Forbidden Door keeps getting destroyed. And if Ring of Honor... Tell us what you're doing, please. Are you showing up to AEW? Is showing up to Impact? Let us know in these two weeks so we can talk about it, please. And with that being said, thank you everyone for listening to the L7C podcast. You guys take care. Thank you for listening to this episode of the L7C podcast. Be sure to like, rate, review, and subscribe to the channel. Follow us on all social media platforms, and we'll be talking to you guys soon. Take care.